Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment. Dementia. Bringing uh, okay. the latest exclusive breaking news, previewing and reviewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between every Saturday on YouTube and Castbox. I am your host, James J, starring Coleco Yachts. What is up? We still still stuck in this bitch. Everybody just keep holding on, man. Hold on. And Mitch Mayhem. Hey, what up, everybody? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's been like that for months. Uh, just gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. And Scooter Dust, who unfortunately is missing currently. Uh, he's having fun with his wife. No, what I heard is that he's gone missing. I've already. I've no, he's having fun with his wife. And, well, he might as well be missing, and he's in bumfuck Egypt, Alabama. So. Yeah, if you're in Bama, you might as well be missing. Dude, right, dude, yeah. Dude, K-Fabe. K-Fabe. <laughs> K-Fabe. I'm a real motherfucker. I mean, you don't have to be And now K-fabe. you know why you, you fell that like wrestling match. I'm, <laughs> I don't want to. Fuck, fuck K-Fabe. I'm real, dude. Shit. You could be kayfabe and still be missing in Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> kayfabe's dead, dude. In, in, in wrestling and in life. Well, I was just talking about just you could still be missing in Alabama. I'm just saying you don't have to be kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we agree on that. Kayfabe might Real be life. dead, but it's a great day for wrestling. Uh, maybe Is not it? a great day for wrestling fans as um. Earlier this week, we lost uh, the, we just filled the, them, the fans got taken out of it. It's a it's a fan centric business. It's so weird now. Doesn't uh or it know, was you know it's not Richard Philbin was not a big part of the wrestling uh, community, but back in the day, oh, a lot of the Regis died. Oh shit! Yeah, Richard Philbin died. Oh, yeah, shit. he died. Yeah. I uh, Hugh Downs died, but I didn't hear about him. Uh, I, I bring it up because a lot of the wrestlers back in the day used to come on Regis and uh, Chatty, uh, and that was like you know a big deal for wrestling fans right. back then. You know, it wasn't well, as then, big not as just it re- today. Not just wrestling fans; it was like a cultural, yeah, it, like brought uh, a lot of outsiders into the wrestling world when they had shows on, like you know, The Rock or whatever. So yeah, I brought other uh, new new eyes to it. I remember Regis. Uh, what, uh, what was it? Uh, who wants to be millionaire and all the other shit he was in? Yeah, he was a icon on TV, dude. Did you? Uh, I, I'd, uh, yeah. I'd say re- there, like, and for those who are the younger generation, back in the day, there were only two shows that wrestlers were on, and that was right. And, and and these well, were like talk shows. So one actually, was Regis and Cat, Regis and Kelly, or Regis and Kathy Lee rather. And the other one was Arsenio Hall. Arsenio hold on, Hall. Wait, I gotta, I gotta hold. I got, I, I gotta correct you. There was another one that wrestlers were on a lot, and that's Late Night with Conan O'Brien. I remember. Oh no, I'm talking about like Conan. Huh? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Conan, 2000. No, yeah, they, yeah, but we're talking like 88. Oh, okay. Okay. So, like, oh, okay. right, you, you, right you, around no, that. Conan time. didn't exist then. You're right. Yeah, Conan didn't exist then. So, 
So when I'm saying back in like when I say back in the days, and we're talking like when I was that's five, like primetime so. wrestling days. That's like uh, yeah. what do you call yeah. that? Okay, era. I got you. I golden got you. era days. So golden era days. The only only two shows had wrestlers, and it was a daytime Probably show, the a nighttime show, gorilla. and it was Regis and Kathy Lee and yeah, I remember and, that. Um, Arsenio Hall because Arsenio Hall would have like the Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man every now and then. So like those were the only two like shows that were bringing in wrestlers and even when they came they had to come as character so it kind of you know gave it the realness and it kind of gave it a mainstream appeal so as much as people say regis may have not been uh, a direct impact in the business itself he was a direct impact in influencing the culture and exposing the the, the wrestling as as it is and making it to where like house show, like um, household moms back in that time could sit there and watch it and, you know, so. That's a great, he, he, um, he, he, he's a big contributor. Yeah, that's a great point there, Coleco. Did you ever touch any of the wrestlers on Regis uh, and Kathy Lee? Uh, not really, because I was five, so I was probably in school around this time. So, <laughs> so, and it's not like, you know, we had YouTube back in the day. Right. I had a better shot of catching them on Arsenio Hall because it was late night. Right. And I, and, you know, and I could stay up. But Regis and Kathy Lee, you really, I mean, unless you're an adult, skipping yeah. school or watching it at work. It was really always during school, school days. Yeah. It yeah. was like nine it was o'clock. On during the school. It was like nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Nine, ten, yeah. Hey, and then you had uh, them and Kathy Lee retired. You had Regis and, and uh, what's the other? Oh, Kelly um, Rippa, yeah. Kelly Rippa, yeah. And yeah. so he, he was a big culture, a big name in just our culture in general. So, and not yeah. even including WrestleMania eight, he was WrestleMania there. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was there for a couple of them shows. So it's not like he, you know, he was a fan, and that, I mean that's why he brought him on. He he was a big fan of Andre the Giant, if I remember correctly. Oh he yeah, he knew uh, Classy Freddie Blassie, and that's kind of yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, there you go. So yeah, he knew Captain Lou too. I think it's you know yeah. it's great that we could just have a you know a good little conversation about an icon and you know the whole world in the whole world and you know have this little bit of information that you know he he was a wrestling fan as well. Yeah, well, yeah we know that. It because like unlike the other WrestleMania, you know, like. Some of the celebrities that showed up. Some of them only go there for money. Some of yeah. them went, you know, just for the glitz and the glamour. Right. They get paid, was, too, some of them. Yeah, and get paid. And he got paid, but he actually loved it. So he was he one of those, like, I would say he was the early pioneer of being right. a celebrity that really, really loved but, it. But, that, you know, some people probably didn't. When you're when you're someone like Regis Philbin, though, and you got the name he does, you can choose things you like, things you like, and you can get paid for it uh, when you have that big of a name. So, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that if you actually had interest in it. So, yeah. And, uh, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Regis's uh, family. Uh, going on to our next topic, uh, we talked a little bit at the, uh, the tail end of our show last week about this. Big E is going to have a solo run. Whether or not that's Who? going to Big E. Oh yeah, good. Whether or not that's gonna it's gonna be for six weeks, 
uh, until you know Kofi is um, healed up, or if this is going to be a long-term thing, is uh, you know soon to be revealed. Um, what are your what are your expectations of Big E in a single run? Run, Kaliko. Uh, Champion. Oh, sorry. Oh no, Mitch, if you might go, yeah. The the champion, he be in the uh, main card tier. Uh, eventually, not not thrown there immediately, but eventually, I could see him fighting for the title. Not in a six week run, right? No, absolutely not. It'd take about a year or two to develop, I think, as a singles guy. Maybe a year or so, but or six months to a year, and then start putting him in the main main event uh, situation. But yeah. What about you, Coleco? Uh, depending on this pandemic, it might be sooner. Um, yeah, yeah, and, it's true. That is true. I agree with Coleco on that. And, they and they have needs because at this point. To be quite honest, Braun, after the program with with Bray, whatever happens there, it's not really deep up there. So he could make a, a impact even in a losing effort. Um, the, the Intercontinental, I feel like, is going to be the headline title because that's the way that they're treating it. Because, I mean, AJ Styles is basically, is basically AJ Styles versus everybody. Um so I could see him catapulting himself as a contender for the universal title, considering that it, there's not really that much depth there. Uh, I feel like the Intercontinental is a, they're trying to build a build a constituency of contenders by the right. universal. You can actually see him being a contender, yeah, maybe I not in right immediate, but eventually. I agree with that. That's fine. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You know, Kofi's injured right now. Um, that's, you know, the main reason why Big E is getting this opportunity. Do you see that this is going to be a six-week, uh, like, tutorial to see if he could maybe make it and when Kofi comes back, just drawn back in the tag team? Or do you think they're actually going to give him that push? Mitch? I'll go for it. Uh, sorry, repeat. Do you think that this is going to be a six-week, you know, tutorial on Big E to see if he could actually make it? or And when Kofi comes back, he's going to go back with New who, Day? Or do you think that they're going to give him a long time as a singles wrestler? Who fucking knows? This is basically a rich man's playground with Vince McMahon. If he has an itchy butt on a certain day, he might make a, a contrary decision. We just don't know because he controls everything. Seventy-four-year-old crazy man controls it all. So, um, yeah. I, if it was up to me, I, uh, I would keep them together, but keep Biggie on the trajectory of main event, and then it, I would eventually have him become champion. And then in a few years, it's Xavier's turn, in my opinion. Um, and they all help each other like they did with Kofi. And so Kofi and Xavier now help Biggie. Mark it down, Coleco. It took Mitch they all ten, have their time. Mark it down, Coleco. It took Mitch 10 minutes to uh, down Vince McMahon. Hmm, new, new, re new record. Nah. 
I, what no. are you talking about? I've been no. saying Vince, Vince is crazy since the beginning, man. No, yeah, but I, it I, took what? you 10 minutes into this show. To this show? I, until I said the word Vince McMahon, maybe, but I've been implying that he's fucking crazy off his rocker earlier, so whatever. <laughs> what about you, Coleco? How do you see this playing out? They gave him the ball when he had an IC title run. I, I just felt like uh, I feel like no, 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 no. not really, not no, really. They not, they, they like gave him a chance with it and then took it from him. Sorry, they gave him a chance, but they didn't really like give him. A they chance. didn't. They, they didn't they, instill they, the confidence in him. They didn't stick with se. him, right? They didn't stick. But with him. but I think now, considering that the new day is this 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 practically. St- staple pun intended uh in in their in the wwe i feel like that they're going to give him more of a leash with it i mean he is entertaining he is he can wrestle he can go he's a student of the game um it's not like kofi won't be out out i mean i could see him like trying to be there not being sanctioned to wrestle but actually giving him pointers and managing him in in a in a in a type of way Right. Um, but I mean, it's not like Vince don't like the New Day. They, they, he fucking loves them. It's I just feel like now, with the shortness of 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 talent and the shortness of contenders, it, he's gonna get thrusted waist deep real quick. Right. And I think because of, of the need, they need. Yeah, because of the need, and that's right. where I feel he'll thrive because. He could talk. It's not like he can't talk. He, he is can one of the funniest not, motherfuckers around. Yeah, he's, he's not boring. He's stay. not stale. Yeah. His Twitter account's off the fucking chain. And I mean, and that's what most wrestling is nowadays. Your personality. Yeah. So, so he's got it. I mean, it's just a matter of whether they're going to give him the the ball. Right. Yeah. It's WWE going with him or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's um, been the case. So. Next thing on the agenda. Semo Slam, um, not we already covered this. Not taking place in Boston. They tried to ain't taking place anywhere in front of a fucking public public right. uh, crowd. I'm trying to kind of give context to you. Uh, they mm-hmm. tried to maybe do it in somewhere in uh, Florida with a crowd that didn't work. They were ultimately going to do it at the Performance Center. But now they're looking at possibly doing SummerSlam at a beach or on a ship. <laughs> that would be cool, actually. So that would actually kind of be cool, maybe. So you like something that Vince McMahon came up with, Mitch? Something at a beach? Yeah, I feel like that's uh, just an idea that someone threw at him and he grabbed it. I, I don't necessarily think it's Vince McMahon idea. I just think if they do it right, that SummerSlam at the beach, like Bash of the Beach, old WCW pay-per-views, that'd be sick. Even without a crowd, might be cool. What about on, like, you know, a ship? But, but uh, real quick, leave it to Vincent Man to shit all over a good idea. So just watch. He'll, he'll do it. What about maybe on a, a ship? A what? A ship. A ship? A yeah, that that would have been decent. Maybe a decent idea for WrestleMania, this last WrestleMania. But nah, I don't think so. Now they they missed they they missed the boat on that one. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> it's a bad joke that, or whatever. That would have been a good idea, you know. Obviously, 
that didn't happen. What about you, Kalika? What are your thoughts on SummerSlam possibly being on a beach or a boat? I mean, that's what they did. I mean, WCW did that like some years ago. It honestly on a boat would be the last place because at this point, boats and ships are like walking petri dishes, and it only takes one, and it'll fuck everything up. Right. So, so the beach would be a better, uh, a better, um, it'd be a better vent like stage. The only problem with the beaches is that like. They're probably gonna try to want to do it at night, so that means uh, it kind of fucks everything up unless they tape it. And and you got you know to do it during the, the taping. Day. You have to, unless you can light the whole beach up. Yeah, and that's yeah, expensive. you know what I mean. So it's it's tricky. I mean, if anybody could do it, they could do it. They could pull it off. They got the logistics for it and the production. The m- money. If you have enough money, you can do it. Yeah, so but it's, it's not just what a they want to spend. Of, yeah. Building the stage, and then and, they have to build the plexiglass, and then build. Like, you know, it's just like a lot I of said, stuff it's a, it's a, but, like I said, it's it's about how much they're willing to spend. But at this point, they only got about like about three weeks, so I could I kind of see it going to the performance center. If they had a new back in March that this was canceled. And if they had it just operated in March at like it was going to get canceled in Boston, then I could see it happening. But a three week turnaround is a fucking lot. You're asking for a lot. So I, yeah, I don't they've, see it happening. Uh, they've pulled off shows in less time, I would say. Yeah, that's true. But But unlike everything else, you got to figure out the logistics of booking a hotel, having it booked so no one else can come in, try you gotta create an outside bubble per se. It's not even about the stage. It's more so about having the talent in that you know, in that area and just trying to contain them in that area and try to keep other people out. It'll be interesting. Like how, what, actually... Kind of like what the NBA is doing. It'll be interesting if they actually pull it off. I mean, it would make SummerSlam a lot more interesting being on a different location other than the Performance Center. Um, another thing that happened this week on Monday, Sasha Banks won the Raw Women's Championship Viva Countout, and that probably hit uh, Raw hit its uh, records low. This that week as well during that segment. Um, Mitch, what are your thoughts on Sasha Banks winning the championship and setting record lows for WWE? Uh, they're giving everything to Sasha and Bailey. You have a huge roster and you're only using it for two people. I think it's short sighted and it's been from man. So uh, I don't agree with it. It's what? It's boring. Yes, but of course it's boring. We've been saying that for a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Kalika, your thoughts on Sasa winning the belt and record lows? I, I get what they're trying to do because it's basically getting the title away from Asuka so Asuka could get it back at SummerSlam to have a meaningful, you know, match. And it kind of... And it builds and it stacks the deck against Asuka because we all know. 
that's what that's what I see. Because the reason being is because Kyrie get, Kyrie gets her ass whooped. She's gonna be off the roster. She's no longer there. So yeah. when so when Oscar gets the rematch, it's an automatic two on one. So to me, this had to happen because everybody's been hinting at this Sasha Bailey turn, and. And to me, this is their peak. This is the apex of where, where they are, them having all the gold. And that's where it starts to crater. That's where you see it cratering down. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, so, yeah, but like we've been covering this Sasha Bailey split up since last year. <laughs> and, and that, but I, and, and that's, than the, that, yeah. but that's the thing, like everyone was wanting it to happen then it, it other factors happened you know sasha walking out on the company bailey turning heel it, it, it's a lot of and then they were experimenting it with who's going to turn on who because remember sasha was beating up on bailey then you had that one night bailey was beating up on sasha cuz i happened to be there and she beat them breaks off that bitch but anywho <laughs> so so it's been a back and forth thing and that's where it's like it's it's trying to keep the people guessing because everyone's been thinking it, it should have happened by now and that everyone was thinking it was going to happen either after mania or in the month or month and a half after mania and the fact that it keeps going and it's little hints there if you see it well, but definitely. if you're looking for it but yeah, if you're looking for them. So that's why I think it's now is going to be the time because they all got the belts. They think they can't be touched, and it only takes one person to lose it to start the jealousy and then, right. then the unraveling. Uh-huh. I agree with that. Hopefully that's what they actually do. Um, something we hoped didn't happen but knew was uh, inevitable. Uh. Zack Ryder signed with AEW. He debuted this week on uh, Dynamite. Uh, Mitch, yep. what are your thoughts? Uh, we saw this coming. Cody's, uh, him and Cody are good friends. It's nothing surprising. He said that yeah, out of everyone, Zack Ryder, a.k.a. now Matt Cardona, was the one person that if he could choose just one person, he would sign just him. So we've seen this coming for at least a year now. I think, honestly, I think the most shocking, it has nothing to do with Matt Cordona. The most shocking, like, uh, news out of this whole, like, all the free agents that were let go from WWE, I think the biggest news, in my opinion, is Rusev or Miro retiring. He's a Twitch guy now. He's not even going to come back to wrestling. That's a lot of, that is just wasted talent, man. I don't think he's retired. I think he's... I don't think he's coming back. I really I think don't. He has no reason to. He's got a hot woman. He's got a Twitch career. Why the fuck would you want to go hurt yourself for money? Anyway? I think he's but. walking the fence. It could be, but I doubt it. I, I, right now, in this pandemic, you don't have many jobs to choose from in the first place, dude. So, it, 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 I just hear me out. Like It would be the perfect timing to let go of your career if that was your choice. Rusev seemed like he was getting jaded with WWE for a long time and like he was waiting for this. So I would not be surprised if it's for real. What about you, Kalika? What are your thoughts on uh, Zack Ryder now, not uh, Cordona? Um, Cordona. Cordona, thank you. 
with uh-huh. um with AEW. I saw a tweet the other day about that, and it was like, so is Matt Cardona gonna be where Sean Spears is? Because Think about it. Sean Spears. Is, is he taking <laughs> Sean Spears' job? Is that what that is? Because it's basically like Sean Spears' job. He's just like he just walks <clears throat> around needlessly with Tully Blanchard in the back. He doesn't do anything but job anymore. I mean, shit. He lost yeah, his balls. The, it feels like. Yeah, that's the point. So basically, Sean Spears supposed to have been this guy that would have been free and to do whatever, and that's cool, but he's basically doing the same thing there that he was doing in WWE. Only difference is he's probably getting paid a hell of a lot more at WWE. And now you get Zack Ryder, who has probably a bigger, uh, I would say, connection socially than Sean Spears. So he's basically him eclipsing Sean Spears. So now he's asking what's going to happen to Sean Spears. Nothing. And that is where the the, the, the biggest Right, I think he's wasted too, is. but hear me out. I think he's wasted too, but if Sean Spears doesn't give a fuck, why should we? Well, it's not just saying. It's not that I care per se. I'm just, just saying just I agree with you. No, I actually agree with you, but if he doesn't have the drive, then I mean, fuck. I think the biggest signing is them getting Cameron. I mean, uh, no, I, that was a confuser <laughs> to me. I was like, what the fuck? That's that the, was no, confusing to me. As far as being, why? Con- yeah. I she is not good. I don't know why you would bring her back, but okay. I didn't even know that she still wrestled. Uh, well, she's going back on her history, her name, historic name. From what no, that, her dancing with Funkasaurus. Gonna, that, that's the confusing part to me. Her right. being She's here. The, right. Because that that's shows, I mean, you had a gang of people that could have got signed. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. I can, I know. Especially I know. to rebuild the women's roster. I'm talking about I Alice, agree. a free agent like, I don't know, Allison K. Uh, there you Thunderosa, go. Rosa. Uh, well, wait, Marty she's Bell. still under NWA. No, no, no but I'm just, I'm just saying. Both of them are like Marty Bell, too. Time, even for them for like a one, I get it, but I'm just saying, even for them to it. have like a one-time thing, you know what I mean? Right, I agree. With but you. you got a plethora of talent out that bitch. Oh <laughs> yeah, you do. Because <laughs> that sure. to me sounds like I'd be scraping the bottom of the barrel. You get you got splinters going down the bottom of that barrel. Unfortunately, I think that barrel's a little bit deeper, personally. Um, but we'll, um, well, that's another topic for another time. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Zach Ryder, Matt Cordo- uh, Cordona, Cordova? Matt Cordona. Cordona. Sorry. Cordona. Cordona. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, do you think that they're actually going to put this guy over as, as a major superstar that they're going to put him in a title or knows? something. I, who knows? I really don't fucking know. What about you, Coleco? Uh, it, yeah, it's everything's up in the air right now. I, I doubt it. I mean, to me, it, it screams Sean Spears. Get that 10 minutes in the sun, and then you fade no. Um, <laughs> You know, there's been a lot of... 
a lot of the guys. Unless that, he brings his own internet championship belt. <laughs> nah, and, you know, that's an old gimmick. Yeah. I mean, uh, people are bringing belts back all of a sudden. Yeah, the FTW. What the fuck? Yeah, that was weird. But. Not what the fuck? Fuck the world. I'm just saying, FTW <laughs> title is from '98, dude. It was it's, a joke. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying it. To me, that was weird bringing that back. That belt meant nothing except for to Taz, you know. Well, so. anyway, it, it seems weird, like man. the majority of the guys WWE let go have either gone to Impact Wrestling or AEW. Who do you think got the better deal out of this, Impact or AEW? Mitch, I think Impact's been the winner so far. Impact. I think Impact's doing a decent job, right? I think they've signed too many, but for right now, they seem like the ones that are doing decent. What? What you say? That's a fair assessment. I see yeah. that, you know, obviously they got two new, uh, two of their old superstars, Eric Young and EC3. They value those guys. Uh, you know, the biggest superstars out of out of that was the Good Brothers that they nabbed. Um, yeah. And, you know... And I, I don't know why Brian... I don't know, real quick, I don't know why Brian Myers slash Kurt Hawkins is there. That, and I, I wouldn't have signed Heath Slater either. Well, I was going to say Brian Myers is your dark horse. Because I don't... I Not to me. I can honestly tell you, I've never seen him actually wrestle a decent match. I have. And not give oh, that opportunity. Yeah. So this is maybe an opportunity. No, he's been given opportunities. No, that, back when he was in Ma Major Brothers, and after that, he was given a small push, but then they took it. That I just don't think he was ever a. Hold man. on, I just don't think he was a quality wrestler. I just never, uh, me personally. You know, you can make the argument that they're doing the exact same thing with Heat Slater and Impact as they were doing in WWE. Um, right. but it doesn't seem, seem like AEW is getting quality, they didn't get quality guys out of this, uh, you know, mass firing from WWE. What about you, Kalika? What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I think it's a win for both, and, and this is why. Because Impact got the guys that they had history with, and... And, with, and, and even though it's brief, the Good Brothers did have a, some kind of age. So with the exception of like Keith Slater and Curtis Hawkins, everyone else was a guy that they were familiar with. Um, AEW, they got, the, they got a couple guys, and it's just giving them a fresh start because I don't see what impact was going to do for them anyway. So I think it was best for them to like start over. Right. Um, another uh, signing from AEW this week. Uh, they signed uh, Warhorse. I didn't oh. see that they signed Warhorse. Well, signed... not signing, but he's Eddie a new Kingston. talent. Yeah, yeah Eddie Eddie Kingston. Kingston. Oh, did they? They signed, yeah, they signed him? him. Good. Hell yeah. In a sense, yeah, I'm happy for him. But in a, also in another sense. Uh, he deserves it. AEW stealing a lot of talent from NWA? Yeah, but he, his contract was up already. And if NWA, they're not doing shows during the, the climate right now with the 
coronavirus, hey, wrestlers got to work. And if they're not doing it, then people don't want to be under an NWA contract anymore. That's why a lot of them are leaving, you know? What about you, Kaliko? How do you feel about um, AEW kind of stealing a mass majority of um, NWA's uh, talent? Well, NWA got, if any group got hurt the most, it was them. Because, man, Probably. they really depended on an audience, and they really depended on yeah. that small they, that yeah. small that small feeling. Uh, uh-huh. So, I I would say I, I don't think Billy Corbin's that kind of a guy. I feel like <laughs> Billy, <he's> Corbin. Like, <laughs> Billy Corbin, Billy <laughs> Corbin, Corbin, you know, <laughs> the Smashing Pumpkins dude. How about that? That's funny. So he, yeah, that works. He's uh, I don't think he's that type of guy. He's like, hey man, you know, you got to make money, go be happy. Um, with Eddie Kingston. You know, it was funny because they kept bringing up the story of him selling his boots to make his mortgage. So that in itself kind of like lent me to believe that they were going to sign him eventually because you wouldn't. They brought that story up like 50 times. And I'm just like, Jesus, okay, we get it. He was poor. (laughs) Like, so you knew that was coming. Um it's just going to be funny what they do because I think they're trying to do a show. Um, Thunder Rosa was talking about a title defense that's coming up soon. So I assume that they're trying to get back on the horse. Um, but NWA, they still got their main guy, which is, you know, uh, Nick Aldis. Uh, they still got a okay women's roster. And the tag... The tag team division needs to get a, a major overhaul, but I mean, they still got, they will still be okay. It's just a matter of when they can come back on. Cool. Right. Um, well, you know, it's funny, you know, they signed Eddie Kingston and who runs over children, but they suspend uh, Excalibur for using the N word. <laughs> Because uh, uh, people are going in people's past, and you know, if you got some weird shit in the past, it's not a good climate for that. Nah, it's more, I mean, that was it, more that's about what he calling, got. That's a, more about calling AEW out for co- consistency because they were at the forefront of talking about banning Hogan and the wife and the whole H- Hogan clan. They went on the forefront to do that. So now it it bit him in the ass to where it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, I knew okay, that was gonna bite him. One in the of ass. your own guys. I knew that was gonna fuck him. See, so all that yeah. shit that they were talking in the beginning, now all these other people are starting to get their shit come back, and now it's like, oh, what the fuck you gonna do now? Because you done you done set the precedent by banning someone for life, and that is right. where I think they fucked up. They fucked up by going, well, we're gonna ban them for life to make it look like they're everyone's gonna get a ban. So now when you see these employees getting it, it's like. Oh well, it's a slippery slope, and I'm thinking you should have kind of did that from Jump Street to give yourself that room because they painted themselves in that corner. And right. you can't tell me oh, down the right. line when they're not doing well financially that they wouldn't take uh, a Hulk Hogan star power. I doubt it. I doubt it. I heavily doubt it. Right. Because because. They're this, about one, justice warrior shit, social justice one, warrior shit. Yeah. One, this is a whole different. They need generation. a fall guy. 
Yeah. This is a whole different generation than the generation that started TNA. Way true. different. Very true. Um, Very true. Last up on news circuit, um, it was announced that uh, payback will take place on uh, August 30th, which is, I believe, a week or two after SummerSlam. Uh, it was rumored that this was going to be uh, Evolution 2. Clearly, it was not. Okay. Uh, Mitch, your thoughts? The WWE's old bait and switch. What? Nothing to be surprised about. I knew they weren't gonna do it. So uh, forever, you know. They, they publicly came out and said, "This is not Evolution Two. This isn't gonna be Evolution." Right, because they didn't want well, they they were, thought people were getting their hopes up for something that wasn't gonna happen. Let and me so ask they you it. this: What does it mean? To have a paid pre- another paid preview, literally <laughs> the way you say it, <laughs> two weeks after, uh, literally two weeks after SummerSlam. Yeah. What? I think that tells me that it's not going to be a two night event like they did with Mania. But yeah, be, I don't see. I don't quite, see how you can stretch it. Because to be quite honest, I mean, let's be honest. Mania is the Super Bowl, and everything else is kind of like the AFC and right. Championship. So Royal Rumble is kind of like the championship, yeah, to me. So to me, this tells me payback is just going to be a continuation of probably maybe one of the bigger stories, and then a couple of the under stories that weren't on SummerSlam. All right. Uh-huh. All right, and that will conclude our um, our news coverage. And we are wrestling with New Japan Pro Wrestling, Sengoku Lord, and Nagota. Oh, what a what a! Um, it took place last week. Um, it's the I, hottest wrestling that you've never seen, Mitch. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that says it all. I mean, it's the big, I mean, it's the second biggest wrestling company in the world right now. Yeah, you can make. Yeah, that but keyword probably keyword world, not in our neighborhood. Just saying. World hey, is everything, Mitch. I'm just saying. But they're, but they're also the only. Promotion. I'm just saying that's why audience. a lot of us don't watch it because it, the, the the language barrier. It's just a different culture. It's just harder for some Americans, huh? But I mean, I I I see the appeal in it. It's just yeah. Well, you know, you say the language barrier, but it's pro wrestling. If it's a great story, and yeah, but if it it's about the story, how can you understand anything about the story when it's a language you can't understand? You can't understand how to explain the story. So I mean, I, I get th- it. I mean, subtitles, my man. <laughs> okay, yeah, half the times they're, they're subtitled wrong, though. You know I'm right. The the translation is fucked up. I mean, like Enter the Dragon, those nineteen. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on, uh, you know, we didn't talk about this. It happens all the time. I'm just saying. And talk to you about this uh, last week, Coleco. What does it mean for New Japan to be the first wrestling company to have a live crowd? And it means that they had. It? it just means that they had a competent government. <laughs> 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 That's what it means. Pretty much. 
had a competent national government. Pretty much, they, they had a leader that didn't have his head literally up his bunghole. Yeah. And then, and and actually took the shit to task. And now exactly. it's getting to the point where they're able. And and the and the thing with Japanese culture is they're more one of the more selfless cultures right. in the world. That's so the they culture, actually yeah. care for their fellow man. So when that shit breaks out there, they actually literally like care for each other. And that's just right. what's been ingrained in them. And I can give you an example because I've been to Japan before. So when you like, you know how like you have those, uh, those little stairs, you have like the escalator, one going up and one going down. Everyone is going on the one going down. Nobody is using the one. No one's using the the other escalator that's going up to try to go down. You know what I mean? Like it, I it, they're that. pretty selfless about about that. You know, they're be- very very considerate of not only each other, you know, just each other's space and well being as, as a whole. So. It, it doesn't surprise me that they get it. And now they're able to have shows that, you know, half capacity and get an actual crowd reaction. And now you get the human element that everyone else is missing because, you know, Japan took it seriously and their people already had that selfless culture. So that plus that equals, boom, live crowd. Right. The first match we're going to talk about here is Kazuchika Okada defeating Yujiro Takahashi in uh, 13 minutes and 43 seconds with a Cobra Clutch. Um, Kaliko, what are your thoughts on uh, Okada using a Cobra Clutch and having, honestly, a squash match against Yujiro? Uh, I mean, this is what... Okada's stuck in that part where everyone kind of feels he's the best wrestler in the world, but you can't have the even the best wrestler in the world has to like can't be on top forever. So it's pretty much kind of like keeping him afloat until what happens with evil pans out. Um, to me, I think that they're trying to introduce like a little new belt, a, another belt, if I remembered right. Yeah, and and Okada. Yeah, and that and that's where I think Okada's legacy is going to be because to me, I mean, there's nothing else for him to do in New Japan, man. He's the longest reigning champion. He's he's, he's done, done had he yeah. didn't had his share of main events with a who's who of wrestlers that's come and gone. And I think his bigger legacy would probably be pushing Japan wrestling as a whole especially when you consider that the olympics are going to be there next year and they kind of want him to be a face in the in the the in the professional wrestling in the national scene if that makes sense he's one of the touch girls yeah so that that makes it even more so it gives him a year to try to establish this belt have okada wrestle everyone in japan and get his name up there in the pantheon of like national figures and for Japan and just you know take off from there. Uh, Mitch, I wanted uh. to ask you um, Okada's using a um, Copa clutch now instead of the more iconic Rainmaker uh, finisher. No, 
no, no, you need to say it right. Uh, in your opinion, is it smart to change such an iconic finisher, or is it better, you know, learn a new move, pal? Uh, sorry, repeat that again? I'm sorry. He, O'Connor's using a new finisher instead of his old established finisher. Right, I, I got that. Do you think uh-huh. it's wiser to go with the old but better, or new is better? I mean, that's, like, his trademark. Uh, I don't know why he would be going away from that unless it's, like, something purposely he's trying to evolve his wrestling style. But uh, I would prefer the old style. That's the card everyone's learned to love, you know. All right, fair enough. And plus, I love Rainmaker. Like, I love the fun, Rainmaker, yeah. I like fun, Rainmaker. fun fact, when they had the New Japan show in Long Beach, there was a bar there that had uh, shots called the Rainmakers, and I got nice. man, and <laughs> I got <laughs> fucked up. I took like 50 of them. And so yeah, every, time me and my, every time me and my friend, like, 50. We, we would talk about it, we'd be like, Rainmaker. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the holy fuck, you were fucked up, bro. Oh yeah, it, bro. It was like the first New Japan show in Long Beach, bro. It was fucking nuts that weekend. The whole weekend was lit. Was if you funny. went, it was bananas. Right. It was a great fucking time. Yeah, it was uh, a great yeah, and then the the MS. Second, second match, we're going to be talking about that. Shingo Takage defended the Never Openweight Championship for the third time against El Desperado in 17 minutes and 3 seconds. Shingo won with the last of the Dragon. Your thoughts, Kaliko? Shingo still is going to be the Never Openweight King. I mean, he's just basically... He's that he's their next rising star. And you could kind of see it. Um I see it. Um they see it. So they're just keeping him strong. Um waiting for the time is right. And you know, but when he comes, he comes hard and he's a hard hitter. So that sounds it dirty. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's nothing new. It, it's, when he it's comes, he new. comes hard, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was. But but he's a good guy, and he and it just shows he can r- wrestle with anybody, depending on in any weight class or style. So he's just building up his resume. Right. Um. Is uh, it seems like you know Shingo is the longest reigning Neville Championship champion because that they have potato that belt uh every year. And it seems like Shingo is the only guy that really got, you know, a decent run with it so far. You think that's maybe due in part to him wrestling mainly uh, junior heavyweights rather than heavyweights? Um, yeah, because I think it's because I, I think they're trying to go get a couple people that are still juniors and trying to get them elevated to be seen as a formidable opponent against these heavyweights. Cause you, you know, it's not like where they could, you know, uh, you know how like Kenny Omega was in the juniors and it's not like he could just go up. Oh, I'm going to heavyweight. Now he had to like make the announcement and do right. all this other grand shit. And right, I think yeah. 
the, and I think the never open division in itself is like a bridge to that, if that makes sense. Some don't need it, but the ones that do, it just gives them that exposure to show, hey, look, I could be a formidable opponent in the United States division, or I could be a formidable opponent in the intercontinental division. Heaven forbid it right. gets I detached. Get you see what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of like giving them that little exposure and experience against heavy hitters. And one, it also helps to see if their body can hold up. Uh-huh. Against uh, a heavyweight. Yeah, exactly. Well, in, in general, I think he means, but yeah. What? I mean, and- yeah, it goes both ways. Last match on the card, uh, Evil successfully defended the IWGP at, uh, Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship against Hiromu Takahashi. The match went 33 minutes and 57 seconds. Evil won with the Everything is Evil. Um, Hiromu almost had this match won. And it seemed like, you know, Dick to go. Yeah. Kind of fucked it up for Hiromu, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. And that's what happens me, when you get that's what me, happens when you get your dick to go. Yeah. <laughs> and to and to me that just showed how much Hiromu is even par with evil. So it just shows goes to show that evil is not gonna be this this dominant champion like Okada and, and that and, and and I could be wrong because this is a guy who is in a group and they kind of know the tendencies and they're mixed and and so on and so forth but it's not a good look for your first defense to have help you know and so but it also junior heavyweight exactly and that's where I think I I feel like Hiromu's probably going to get the blessing to go up. Oh, my eardrums. Fuck. (laughs) I know my kid is all over me. I'm sorry, bro. (laughs) I have these things, like, literally in my eardrums. So, yeah, when when I hear those loud screeches, I have to take my earpiece out for a second. So, right now, I feel like Hiromu gets the, the emotional crowd of the people. Evil keeps the rain, and I think they're going to keep this going for a while. And we still got to figure out what Evil's going to do with that other belt, which is the never open six man tag. Right. Yeah. Because he's still uh, six man tag champs with LIJ members. Uh, which makes it the biggest, the best interesting clusterfuck. story. Yeah. Period. The biggest clusterfuck, maybe. And, uh, Mitch, what are your thoughts on, you know, the hey. junior heavyweight? Uh, kind of, you know, it kind of seemed like there were lines between where heavyweight stood and where junior heavyweight stood. Now it kind of seems like those lines are blurred. Yeah, what? certain, certain journeymen like Osprey and others are, you know, Okada. He's a, technically, a, he was a lightweight and, uh, uh, he, he, his talent's so good, he has to be a main, you know, main eventer. So, um, it's just a progression of the wrestling business uh, today, you know, in my opinion. Right. Um. 
you know, it seemed, and after the match, Naito came out. It seemed like Naito was more himself, you know, with all, of, oh, yeah. with all of the, you know, a banter between him and Evil. But he also uh-huh. said after the match, uh, Brett, yeah, real cool. Real quick, uh, Naito was the guy I thought was going to take over from Akata. I was shocked when uh, they took the bell off of him so quickly for Evil. That was shocking. But yeah, I mean he is older, so it's not like. But still, uh, you need maturity. You need to, yeah, you need your future too, but you need someone to hold down the fort now. And well, I thought Naito was that person. The youngest guy. Right, but belt. I thought Naito was the guy you needed to go with for now. Me well, first. he needs people to wrestle. True. I True. think Hiromu. Hold on, hold on. You have evil now, and you didn't have to take the belt off him, is my point. But whatever. If, if they thought they had to do that for evil to be pushed to that level, maybe. Well, it seems like Naito is always better on the chase rather than as right. champion. Uh, I think he's good. I think, he, I think he's good all the way around. I, I, I really like Naito. But I think they gave evil the belt to actually give him the legitimacy. <laughs> I, I see the why you would do it, yeah. And, and and that's where it comes because they don't really have a top heel when you think about right. it. Right. So they need so to make th- one. Yeah. They needed to make one, and that's yeah. where. And what yeah. better way to make one than to beat the stone? You know who I would have? Oh, what's his name? Uh, you know who I would have gone with? Off. I've, I'm getting a blank on his name. Who's the guy that was in TNA and, and he had his like blue face paint and now he's in New Japan? What's his fucking name? Um, Ch- uh, the great like it was like it was like something like the great Kazuki. It, it, the great Shibata, not Shibata. Um, you got Master Wada? No, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, dude. Blue face paint. He had he he he. he hold on, he looked like he was like the TNA's new version of Muda, and now he's in New Japan. Uh, I'll I'll get the name. What? Bushi. I don't think it's Bushi. I uh, here. Hold on. Let me do a search. Hold on. All right. Um. You know after. Uh, uh, afterwards, Nitro made some backstage comments where he said he never meant to unify the... Sonata! Sorry, Sonata. Sonata. Okay. Sonata, I would push him. Oh, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay, you Sonata. Sonata. <laughs> <laughs> he he should have been made I'm with ago. Clico, that's if that's the, the truth. I, I'm with you, dude. Part. Sonata, bro. That's Sonata. a whole other episode. Sonata <laughs> is the shit. I am with you. Uh, Sonata was saying he never meant for the Intercontinental and Heavyweight Championship to be unified, and they're kind of being treated like a package deal now. But he intends to correct that and split them up again when he wins the championships. Kaliko, uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, his vision not kind of getting morphed into what New Japan wanted it to be. I think it was just more of uh, him now. Because it's funny he didn't think about that when he was going for both of them bitches. So I think it's just more pers- so I think it's more perspective driven than anything and more story driven because now 
it is becoming to where it's the package deal. And right. and eventually it's gonna have to get broken up. Uh because I think the intercontinental belt needed to be elevated and the only way it could have been elevated was if somebody, you know, with credibility. Uh, you know, if they, they did the thing that they did with Naito, where they put uh, when he was the Intercontinental Champion, then they had him win the title, something like that. You know, but maybe, I think that maybe maybe, had, maybe a couple it up with the world title. You know, I don't know. And and to me now, it's like they need some people to get made, which means they need that belt away. Uh, One of I, I'm are. not I'm not disputing that. I'm disputing evil as the guy that they're going with. Uh, like I said, I would go with Sonata. I would go with a few others before. Even, uh, I would go with a few others before him besides Sonata even, you know? Yeah. I think Evil's going to be the long-reigning transitional champion. We'll see. I don't think Evil's the way to go. I just don't. Me personally, if it was my company, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Naito will be fighting Evil at uh, Jinku Stadium, which is a baseball arena, at the end of August. We will definitely be covering that uh, event. Um, Japanese it's, baseball. <laughs> it's the first. Uh, it's the second time um, they've ever been at that stadium. The first one uh, people may know. Uh, a well-known. Is that the Olympic of- Stadium? Uh, no, it's best known maybe for the Great Muda um, oh, okay. that explosion match. If you ever okay, yeah, yeah. I know, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so it's just more like an outdoors thing. I feel like uh, New Japan. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna deal with this rain because I, I feel like this rain could go oh, six months, but real- I feel like this rain could also go two days, two three weeks. I feel real like quick, it could go a month and a half. Real quick. Also, we can't underplay the significance of coronavirus in Japan. It, it, the daily uh, numbers surged over a thousand for people catching it. So they might be the next to shut back down. Who knows? Um, another thing that's going to happen at that uh, stadium show is. Um, there's going to be a King of Pro Wrestling Championship. Oh, How are they going to yeah, do the that? Tournament. It's a yeah, tournament. tournament. There's too many titles. Holy fuck. <laughs> it's it's kind of dilutes. It kind of dilutes. It kind of dilutes the, the championship scene, in my opinion. If you have yeah, but, but the thing with this title is not going to be an actual title. Okay, what's the catch? That's what I'm asking. I don't think they so broke think, the details out. One person at a time. Okay, what? Sorry. I don't think so, they broke oh, the details out yet. Okay. Yeah, because the way that the way that it was explained was that it's gonna they it's not a title. It's just more like a bragging right type of deal, and that's where all these other Japanese promotions so can like, actually like come and actually work with New Japan. So kind of like the King of the Ring title. Kind of like it, like that. It, that wasn't it had anything to do with any like title or anything. But if you wanted, that was your title for like it's separate, right? I would aching it closer to the TNT title. I'm just saying, like it's it's a title. You win a tournament, and then you're the, the king of the ring winner for a year. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm just saying something akin to that. Well, but I kind of got a sense of... If That's what it sounds on, like. It was kind of like the Money in the Bank briefcase. And if you kind of... Well, it's the same thing. Okay. If you kind of held on to it for a certain amount of time, you got something better in the long in the future like a championship opportunity oh that's a, i like that if you hold on to it you have i like that like you have incentives to hold on to the whole well, supposedly, yeah i like i like that i like that well supposedly you have to defend it four times a year and it has to be a stipulation match i like that okay i like that the first, i like that uh, the first match will be a fatal four-way i like that i like it Hey, but it just depends on how it's done. Like, yeah, like you're saying. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it kind of feels like they felt to do something like this because Kenny Omega is not there anymore, and he used to kind of draw these crazy stipulations out there uh, that you know New Japan wouldn't have otherwise done if it was not right. for him. So it kind of right. seems like this is a substitute for that. Your thoughts on that, uh -huh. Kaliko? Something like that. I, I just, I, it's just where it. To me, it kind of seemed more like a TNT title without the title. If that makes sense. Given it's literally not, it's given, not a championship. It's a title over your name, basically. Yeah. It's yes. Just, I get what you're saying. And and, and it, it's giving Okada, whoever is the champion, to the ability to work with all these other promotions. Because you got to keep in mind, Dragon Gate's still there. Um, Noah, Jesus, question mark. But everything else, but, you know, the work with some other wrestlers that are not necessarily signed to New Japan because, right. hell, they, they, they need a roster too, shit. <laughs> so, I mean, New Japan, New Japan's deep, but they ain't that damn deep. All right. And uh, now we'll conclude our coverage of New Japan uh, Sengoku Lord. We kind of went a little bit off uh, into New Japan news, but I'm not mad at it. I kind of liked how we uh, broke everything down. Never mad at New Japan news, especially <laughs> if someone might bring up Sonata. Ha, 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 ha. That's the truth. I think he's the shit, so. I think he's being underutilized, in my opinion. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, comment, vote on YouTube and CastBox. It will be greatly appreciated. And uh, you can uh, join the conversation on Twitter. If you have, um, you know, something great to say about Sonata, you're definitely going to want to uh, tweet at Coleco. And what can they do? Hey, I take great pride in that, sir. And, it, <laughs> and if you have, and if you have something to say bad about rich people like Bill Gates, tweet me. No, no I'm good. <laughs> Bill Gates. I, I don't want to get into that. I, I'm just using that name as uh, like he, he's a rich person. So, yeah. That control shit. Vince McMahon or Ted Turner? This is a wrestling podcast, damn it. <laughs> Uh, hey, we're still. Last I checked, we still exist in the world. So, yeah, sure. Just saying. Yes, but we're in a bubble that is wrestling in the world. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you try to keep it in the bubble, and then not. And that's how it alienates other people from getting in. But if well, you wanna, I mean, yeah. 
I mean, unless you know you want to leave the bubble to go get wings at a strip club, but hey, <laughs> you know, I'm down with I'm down with you on that one. Unless that bu- bubble's got a booty, yeah. <laughs> you can tweet me at James J nine nine three. Where can they find Coleco? I am Coleco. Let's keep the conversation moving. And where can they find Mitch Mayhem? Uh, you can find me at Mitch Mayhem X. For Coleco Yachts, Mitch Mayhem, Scooter Dust, oh. I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. Do you know the way to Dick Togo?